0: What's going on, everybody? Good morning, good morning, good morning. My name is Marley, and welcome back to The Writer's Block. This is the podcast where we explore the thoughts, the conversations happening between the songs that ultimately inspire the music. Look, I want this to be a chance for artists of any medium to take a step back, find new inspiration, and hop back to it. Hopefully, this podcast gets you out of that rut that we call The Writer's Block. What's poppin', people? Welcome back to the writer's block and happy new year. That's right. It's 2024. I'm super excited about that. And I'm sure that you're excited about that too. It's, it's something cool about the new year. It always makes us feel like reborn, right? It makes you feel like things are just brand new and you can conquer the world and just do anything you need to do. And, uh, this year is no different. I'm sure you guys have made resolutions. In fact, I want to know what your resolutions, know. no. I want to know with one what one of your resolutions are. Do not flood my comments with a bunch of resolutions. Just give me one. I'll make a post. Let me know what your resolution is for this year. Um, I think that'd be cool. My resolution for this year is to become completely autonomous in my art. And what does that mean? It just means that I want to make a living. I want to support myself, my lifestyle uh, from my art. You know what I mean? I want the freedom to do that. Um, right now I'm about 50-50. Um, I have a job, but I also uh, use my creativity, um, videography, to make a living as well. So 50-50. Um, but yeah, this year I definitely want to become completely autonomous. And as I thought about this episode and, and what it would be as I outlined it, um, it just it hit me that As a creative, it can be difficult. As a creative, it can be difficult to navigate this transition from, like, hobby to career. I've tried it so many times. um, And it just seems like, like, I don't know what it is. Maybe life or timing or time. Something always gets in the way. Just something just never, it never clicks for me. And ultimately, I just end up, you know, doing the same thing year in, year out and not becoming completely autonomous with my art. So in this episode, I think I've narrowed it down. I'm pretty sure I've narrowed it down, actually. And I'm going to give you uh, three ways to make that transition from hobby to career a lot smoother for yourself, okay? By the way, my name is Marley, um, and I am an artist who, to be honest, is still figuring things out. I've been creating art now for about 15 years, but Implementing systems to sustain it have been tough. Couple that with the fact that I have ADHD and it's been damn near impossible. But through trial and error, I've been finding some tips, tricks, and little cheat codes to help me create in a more consistent and a sustainable way. And my hope is that as I learn more efficient ways to do what I love, I can help you do the same. Yeah, that's a deal. Cool. Awesome. Um, You know, when it comes to work, guys, like my... My relationship with work, I I wanted to, like, analyze it when I started this podcast, like, this episode. And what I found is that my relationship with work, it's a pretty good relationship. Like, my mom uh, and my dad, both my parents are business owners. My mom's been a cosmetologist now for, like, 30-plus years. Definitely 30-plus years because I'm 32. Uh, My dad is a carpenter and painter, and he's been doing that for as long as I can remember. My aunt, she owns her own uh, shop as well, her own hair salon. I have cousins who are musicians, and some of my cousins are chefs, and some of them have their own hairlines and blogs and stuff like that. Like, we all have an entrepreneurial mindset and drive. Um, and I've, I'm even around, like, friends and, and and some of my clients who are entrepreneurs. Like, there's no lack of entrepreneurial mindset or people in my life at all and um even for me you know I've been I've been working my whole life like i as far as just working I've been doing it since birth almost (laughs) like that's how it feels like I said I'm a shop baby and when you're a shop baby you know you kind of do the things that need to be done in the shop so I've cleaned combs I've answered phones I've picked up trash and I've I've shampooed even I remember doing that that was interesting story I remember one time turning the water on and not like actually having the hose in hand water going all over the clients so you learn quick but I've I've done all those things I've been working for a long time and then outside of that um I've I've continued working you know I've worked at a Walmart in Brownsville PA shout out to Brownsville this was like the the first Walmart in that area actually and I say that because I feel like they were still trying to figure things out. So, like, I'd be on register, but I'd also have to, like, get carts sometimes. And in Brownsville, it snows. It gets cold as balls out there, and it snows heavy. Like, it's not inches of snow it's feet. And um, I remember just, you know, hopping off register, going out, chasing carts down, being out there, Um and then having to go back in and go back on register, dealing with people's attitudes, um, dealing with nice people as well. Um, but ultimately not liking it. <laughs> I remember working at WMDT, which is a, uh, a local news station. Um, I, that was the first time that I actually got to work in my field, um, which is, you know, media. And I was so enamored by that opportunity at that time. And, um, I'm still grateful for that opportunity, but ultimately didn't like it. I, I worked from, uh, teleprompter to audio to editor, to floor director, to, um, camera op. Like i I was all over the place in there and I learned a lot and I'm sure it's helped me in some, you know, way, shape or form. But like I said, I, I wasn't really fulfilled by it. I even worked in restaurants. Um, I worked at Rita's Italian Ice and I worked at a local restaurant and at the restaurant I was a server which I think that everybody should do at some point in time I think that everybody should have to to be a server I think it teaches you a lot of humility it teaches you how to deal with people all these jobs teach you how to deal with people and that's something that continues no matter what you do but um I don't miss this you know smell of a kitchen and I don't miss my clothes smelling like fried food or walking on hard floors or uh I don't miss people's attitudes. People don't play about their food, dog. Like you can play about a lot of stuff, but don't play with people's foods. I'm telling you it's crazy. Um, But ultimately not fulfilling. And I say that not to like downplay the jobs or, or talk about the jobs because they serve their purpose and I'm grateful for them. But I say it to let you know that I don't think an artist, I don't think creatives are truly fulfilled um, in their career unless they're creating. And I'm no different. So when it comes to working for myself and and turning that creative hobby into a career, you can see why I would want to do it. I mean, think about you. You're a creative. Wouldn't you want to like paint all day or take pictures all day or uh, music? Whatever you do as a creative, I'm sure that you would want to do it all the time. And so that's where that, that switch comes into play. That's where taking it from your hobby to your career comes in. But for me, something just never clicks, right? And it caused so many issues within myself, like doubt, Um, you know, am I, why am I so good at working for someone else and so bad at working for myself? Do I not believe in myself, right? Am I not as good as I think I am? Um, And then you get this like imposter syndrome popping up. And I'm sure that you've all experienced it. I'm sure we've all experienced imposter syndrome, but you can see where I'm going, right? You can see how making that switch from hobby to career is very important. But when you're not able to do it for whatever reason, it can just cause a few issues, right? And of course you want to be fulfilled in what you do. So I started paying attention I started paying attention to to work and what I was doing when I worked how I showed up when I worked I started paying attention to myself when I wasn't at work you know when I'm here in my home studio like how am I behaving here versus how am I behaving at work right and this basically it allowed me to begin to bridge the gap between making that switch from hobby to career. And I came up with some steps and this is what I have to share with you guys. Cause this is important. Three steps that are going to help you make the switch from hobby to career. Number one, plan ahead. All right. I noticed that when I'm at work and mind you for my job, it's still within my creative wheelhouse, right? Like I, I work on um, video stuff. So when I'm at work a lot of our job moving into production is planning, right? It helps number one, get ideas out. It helps everybody stay on the same page, make sure everyone's on the same page. Um, and it just helps keep thing keep things in, in, in motion and keep things um, on track so that everyone has this like streamlined and, and efficient process of working. Um, now I don't have a team and you may not have a team either. And for me, having a ADHD, you know, it becomes very, very easy to get off track. But by planning, you give yourself a better chance of staying on course, a way better chance of staying on course. Also, it allows me and should allow you, I would imagine, (laughs) to see everything laid out and just ensure that nothing slips through and slips through the cracks. Um, And these things are very important. I mean, on anything you're working with. Um, So for me, just planning ahead is the first step and it definitely helps make that, make that switch from hobby to career. The second thing is showing up. Now obviously you're gonna show up, but here's what I mean. How do you show up? How do you act when you're on your job versus how do you act when you're in your home studio or in your, your, your art studio, wherever you may be as a creative? There usually is a huge difference. I mean a very big difference if you just analyze it. So um, at work, my environment helps me stay on task for a couple of reasons. Number one, my supervisors are there. So there's an added layer of like accountability. Like you're not going to go and just get up and start dancing in the middle of work when your supervisors are right behind you. Right. I may do that at home at home. I might get up, throw some rap on and just vibe out. You feel me? But I don't do that at work. Also, um, there's nowhere near as many distractions at work as there is home. At home, I've got dogs. I've got TV. I've got, bro, the way my mind is set up, literally a raindrop could distract me. So hella distractions here at home. Um, and so in order to like combat that, for me, for instance, I've designated a portion of my home to work only. Right. And I think that was important just to set up a place, an environment where like my mind automatically knows, hey, when I go in here, I'm working. I'm not here to play around. I'm not here to blah, blah, blah. Like I'm I'm literally just working. And I think that's going to help you. So just showing up, watching how you show up, making sure that you show up on time, even if you're going home. Why not just get up, get dressed, have breakfast, get into your office at a certain time each day. It's going to help you out. Trust me. And then third is to leave it. Leave it is important because rest is important. I noticed that when my day is over at work, I go home. It's a little different when you're at home, right? Because you can't go home like if you're already home. But that goes back into the, the hey, have a designated spot for your for your work. Stay in there, work, do what you need to do. And then when you're done be done, be done, leave, rest. It's important. So hopefully these three things helped you guys out. Um, they definitely have begun to help me out. And, uh, you know, I just, again, I think that I can help you as I help myself. So, um, hopefully you guys learned something from that. If you did, you know, make sure you, you comment, subscribe, and, uh, I'll see you on the next episode. Peace. Yo, yo, if you enjoyed this episode of The Writer's Block Make sure you tune in every Wednesday If you're an artist, you're gonna love it I want this podcast to be your home I want it to be a place for you to take a step back Find new inspiration And get back to doing what you love What you do best And that's creating So make sure you join me on Wednesdays And hopefully I can get you out of that rut That we call The Writer's Block I those nights Stuck in my head Sun in your eyes, stuck in my bed, yeah